1: Also rearing to go in his normal slot here is uh, the host of SEN Sydney Breakfast with Vossey. Uh Fortunately, he's got time for mornings with Ian Smith uh, to discuss the NRL. Uh, Vossi, have you got some sort of way out theory that the NRL final could be shifted the, to uh, these shores? Uh,
0: well, good morning, uh, Smithy. Yeah, just come off air from our breakfast show this morning. Look, I floated it after seven o'clock this morning. Um, I have a segment called The Verdict, Vossi's Verdict. and. I just, look, I don't envy the role of our administrators in sport, any sport, not just NRL, but what they're dealing with disruption. But at the moment, one of the things on the plate for the NRL is where do we lock in our grand final? Um, And you want to play, first and foremost, they want to play before fans. So they want to play at the biggest stadium possibly. Sydney will be off the the chart, so it's not a consideration. Um, Brisbane was the hottest of favourites. But then the events of Saturday where they can go into, you know, such a snap lockdown makes you think, well, hang on. Now, Melbourne's in the picture. But remember, Melbourne was due to have the first State of Origin game this year. No city in Australia has been in more lockdowns than Melbourne. How can you you lock in anything? Eight weeks, nine weeks out from a grand final. Well, it's, yeah, nine nine and a half weeks out. You want to sell tickets? I mean, I think think if you can arrange the fact that the Wallabies are over there, and that was allowed. The, the government, you know, came up with a way. that if you sat down with the New Zealand government, whoever the representatives are, and said, look, we want to lock in the grand final, we want to reward rugby league fans in New Zealand, you get our biggest NRL event this year. I reckon, you, you tell me, Smithy, if the tickets went on sale today, would they be all sold by lunchtime? Would you have to play at Eden Park grand final and, and have some certainty around it?
1: Yeah, I'm not saying they'd be sold by lunchtime, but I think they'd sell out over a period of time, particularly if you had that warning, Vossey. And and let's not forget the reason the Wallabies are in town is because they were granted an economic exemption. uh, And what you're talking about, what you've outlined there is is, is principally about um, making what you can, and that means financially as well, out of your biggest stage of all, your biggest event of all. So. Uh, if they could get through the logistics of it, if they could come to terms with it, and they've got a bit of time to work it out, surely. Uh, I don't see it as an outright non-possibility, put it that way.
0: Well, I just think, you know, that we've become very good at working around bubbles and what have you. That mm. I, I think we're at a point now that the players, um, regardless of even if there were no tests in Queensland, I think they're going to be in a strict bubble through until the rest of the season. You just you can't have the prospect of what happened on Saturday, coming up again. Um, and that, unfortunately, was just two days after the players had been released from the latest bubble. So suddenly they were allowed walking the streets and then had to bolt back inside, basically, to their hotel room. Penrith just left all their gear on the training field. They were, so, they were told, you just got to go back. So I think they're going to be in a bubble. So that would tick a box, I would think. I mean, I'm putting the cart before the horse a little here, but I would think that at least would tick a box that they've been in the strictest of quarantines over here while they've played, that when we get to grand final week, the two teams that are involved, it's basically a fly-in, fly-out arrangement. So, you know, they'd fly over on the Monday or the Tuesday, and and as soon as the game's over, they'd be on their way out again. But in the meantime, at least you could sell, promote, corporate-wise, attract, you know, uh, and there would be some certainty. Whereas if the league today was in any position to announce right, we're going to play, you know, hypothetically. We're going to play at the MCG. How could you buy a ticket with confidence knowing that you'll be able to turn
1: up? Mm, absolutely right. Oh, We know, uh, and I fully endorse your, your theory and your thoughts on, on the grand final as well. Hey, hey look, we know uh, it certainly would sell out if the Warriors were That We know that's not going to be a possibility. But how about them Warriors? They eh? Just when you, they lose their, their superstar, their kingpin, another player as well, they front up and knock over Wests. Goodness me. Oh,
0: well. It was. I mean, that sort of effort that was put in, and it was evidenced a few weeks ago as well, you know, on effort you win far more games than you lose. Um, if you, And that's just on effort. Now, I know they were playing the Tigers' side, and, boy, there were some embarrassing uh, moments for the Tigers in that game. But, you know, the Warriors had no right to win and, and found a way and came back from behind. So, you know, ticked a lot of boxes there, the Warriors. But when sometimes when I'm watching a performance like that where there is effort... Um, If I'm a Warriors fan, I'm probably thinking, "Am I actually happy, or am I actually frustrated?" Like you're thinking, "Boys, you know, why couldn't this happen on a more regular basis? Why didn't this happen?" You know, when you know close matches earlier this year. Sometimes it can be a win late in the season where you where you find a way and you you grit it out and tough it out. That can also be frustrating for fans because they think, "Well, what if we had done that on those two or three other close games where the game was on the line and we didn't find a way?"
1: Vossie, uh look, it's a, it's a very much an elongated weekend of uh, the NRL. In fact, there's two games uh, scheduled for tonight as well. Uh, what do we read into the results, though? Can we read too much into the Storm 37, the Panthers 10, or is that a bit of a blight considering circumstances?
0: Yeah, I don't think we learned anything new. We know how good Melbourne are. Um, I, I find itself, look, I do a segment on Monday with Cameron Smith. I mean, I, don't, I haven't built up the courage yet to say, Cameron... I think Melbourne's a better side without you. (laughs) I never thought I'd I'd be in that position, but I think Melbourne is a more (laughs) lethal side this year without Cameron Smith. But it's not because Cameron's not there that they've become a better side. It's Other players are better. You know, they've they've just become better, and and their star players are still superstars. You know, watching Jesse Bromwich do his thing yesterday, and uh, he's our fourth all-time on the Melbourne games list. What What a career for Jesse Bromwich and... You know, uh, Nico Hines is playing out of his skin, and Brandon Smith now is better than he's ever been. So, but, but you know, they are better than last year, and they beat Penrith last year. So, if Penrith have to get all their troops back fit and healthy, which they didn't have yesterday. Then we can make a, a clear judgment. But at the moment, if they're both fit and healthy, I still have Melbourne winning, but it would be far closer than yesterday's 37 to 10 result.
1: Well, the eels were the Elves, Believe it or not, were favourites uh, against the Roosters on our TAB. Uh, they hurt a lot of multis, I can promise you. Over the weekend, they got blanked by the Roosters, 28 0 Oh,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, they they got real issues because that was the first of. Uh, they got they're going to play. Man, not maybe not have they of this order, but they got Manly, South Melbourne, and Penrith still to come in the five rounds before the finals. Like they've got a horrific draw, and I would have thought of the teams able to play the Roosters might have been. Their best chance, and they've been wiped out, you know, donut 28 nil. So, no, I fear for Parramatta. Um, you know, they can drop out of the top four and, and not get back in between now and the finals. On the other hand, if they were to suddenly turn a corner and beat, you know, three of the four sides, you're talking about them as a contender. But look, they just, you know, the question mark is they're on their attack in big games, they fail to score points, that then puts, you know, pressure on their defence. We've been there before, and uh, it would appear the 2021 model of the yields, nothing has changed, sadly for them.
1: Rabbitohs 50, Dragons 14. Rabbits second equal on the table now with the Panthers two points behind the storm. Uh, man, are we looking at a resurgent Rabbitohs here and a real yeah. possibility at the pointy end of the season?
0: Oh, well, look, Rabbitohs are proving they can score. They, they just score points for fun, don't they? I mean, Latrell Mitchell, how good. Cody Walker, how good. Then you throw in the likes of Damian Cook, Adam Reynolds. So, you know, there's a, a pretty good spine at South Sydney, as good as any in the competition. Um, definitely a threat. Got a 71-year-old called Wayne Bennett, who's the coach. He knows a bit about winning premierships. So they are to be feared. They are to be feared. I said I said pre-season, the last game of the year would be the same as the first game of the season. It would be Melbourne South. Um, even though I've got massive respect for Penrith, I'm going to stick with my pre-season hunch. And I'm going to say... Um, South Sydney get to the grand final day against Melbourne.
1: Uh, you know, some of these results are just bigger belief, to be fair, but tonight you've got uh, the Titans uh, hosting the Bulldogs. You'd, you'd think that's Titans, uh, on, but you just don't know. I mean, and the no. Eagles are the hottest of favourites to beat the Sharks. You just can't read anything into the stuff.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. It's been, it's been tough time for tipsters. And, and what you know, became tougher was when we took home ground advantage out. You you'd normally get to this end of the season... And a game that you're in doubt, you go. go, oh, no, we'll go home ground advantage, go to the home side. And history will tell you that most often that's the best way to go. But without home ground advantage, they're playing empty stadium, Trunk torp Stadium. You know, it's just gone, it's gone to God. That's that, that part of uh, your analysis. So tonight, look, I'm tipping Titans Manly double, but I, I've been pretty underwhelmed with the Titans. Like The gap between their best and their worst is massive. It's massive. Um, so I think they've been pretty underwhelming this year, the Titans. Manly, you would expect with Tommy Turbo and uh, Daly Cherry Evans on deck would be too strong for Cronulla, but I'm not totally dismissing the Sharks either. Uh, pretty good game to finish the round, actually, Monday Night Football. Let's bring it back. Let's have Monday Night Football again. I love it.
1: Yeah, I love it. You've got uh, possibility of uh, four nights of NRL in a row, um, and what league or what sports fan would uh, deny that? Bossy, put your breakfast hat back on just briefly uh, because I'm sure, um, apart from league, uh, the Olympics is very much a theme on on your show, as it is on this side of the yep. Tasman. We're trumpeting uh, the performance of some of our eth- athletes to this point. Uh, what about uh, for Australia? They've had some pretty successful days.
0: Oh well, yesterday was actually our most successful in Olympic history, um, winning four gold medals on uh, on one day. Um, so that that was you know quite quite incredible. Uh, and, and it's even more amazing, we're, we're trying to come up with, you know, in previous times you've had ticker tape parades when you come back. How inventive can we get? What do we do to honour our Olympiads and our and our team at the end of their two weeks? What are we going to do? Are we just going to stand at the edge of our driveway right, you know, waving flags? I mean, we can't have a ticker tape parade of any kind anywhere in Australia at the moment. So, no, I, I've been, I would say these games, you tell me if I'm wrong, Smithy, but um, I just think we've all, because we're in lockdown here, the emotion. I reckon these are more emotional games than I've ever witnessed. You know, I've, I've witnessed things at these games that I haven't felt previously, and I know we're having success, but it's not just the gold moments that have really moved me. And I mean, you know, the, the, the men's 100, the the high jump, all those sorts of things that we saw just in the last 24 hours. I think these games are they might be the best ever for emotion. Have I got that wrong, or is it all just a build-up of? You know, appreciating the fact their family and friends aren't there, and you know what we've been through, and they're a year delayed, and all those sorts of things. But I'm laughing it up. I'm mean, I finding myself crying watching the Olympics.
1: Well, I've shed a tear. I promise you that for a couple of New Zealand performances, uh, unashamedly, I, I would admit that. And and you know that the most th- amazing thing about it, Vossy for me is that usually emotion is driven by atmosphere, uh, and that is driven by fans. Good point. And they bring Good out. Point. They bring out the atmosphere, so I don't know whether they've all got together and said we've got to make our own emotion about this because the fans can't do this. But I am totally with you. I've never seen emotion. I don't think at the end of that man's high jump. Uh, uh, emotion? Are you an Italian guy rolling around uh, on the yeah. track as if he's pulled both <laughs> hamstrings? Uh, it's just yeah. while the other blokes in the grandstand getting cuddled by whatever people are in his uh, in his entourage. It, uh, I mean, that's just one of of so many. Of so many brilliant moments. Hey,
0: Smithy, can, can I be just on that? Just on that, I did see a post on social media saying, Do you realise how high these blokes jump? And a bloke's done a video where he's standing on a stool and then he's reaching up high and he's got a stepladder behind. Smithy, what hope? What would you need to get, what, 2.39 metres above the ground?
1: <laughs> what would you need? Big ladder. A <laughs> big ladder, mate. And, a stu- and, a- and Vossi, a sturdy one as well, to be fair. Hey, yes. just before we let you go, <laughs> just before we let you go, finally, uh, my producer, John Day, has just slipped me a message to Shane to say that Shane Ward has COVID. Is that yes, true? Yes,
0: he does. He does, yes, it is true. Um, uh, He's over there for, what, the uh, Cricket 100. He was one of the coaches of the teams over there. Mm. And uh, overnight has revealed that he has um, tested positive to COVID. I assume it is the... Delta variant, um, so we wish Shane well. I, on a vaccination front, I couldn't tell you. I wouldn't know, um, but I f- would have thought with his travels he would have been vaccinated somewhere along the line or might have been a condition, but um, there you go. Shane Moore has COVID. Uh, I also read, it did not across the story, Lewis Hamilton overnight, did you see what he said at the Hungarian Grand Prix? He believes he's still suffering lingering effects from having COVID back in December last year. The seven months on, dizziness, headaches and fatigue are all still part of his... Um, day-to-day
1: life, so um, not good, not good at all. No, nah, well, uh, if I thought the COVID would be scared of any person in particular, I would have thought COVID would be scared of Shane Bond, uh, Shane Warne, Shane Bond, Shane Warne. Uh, absolutely, so, uh, uh, Vossy, thanks so much for your time. Um, Man's coming straight out of his breakfast show into our morning show. He's a busy man and a very valued member of the SEN group as well, and uh, SENZ bound as well uh, for us. On Mondays to review the NRL, getting very, very interesting indeed. And what about the theory they could play the grand final at Eden Park? Mm.
0: Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay
1: for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.